Hello and welcome to the pilot episode of the Robbins Foundation podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm with my co-host. Matt, we've got a great episode lined up today, don't we, Tommy? Definitely, I'm really looking forward to this one. We have a, a very full episode. We're going to be going over the latest news at the Robbins Foundation. And we've also got an, we've also got an exclusive interview with the head of groundskeeping, Dan Sparks. Yeah, that really should be great. Yeah, so basically, if you don't know, obviously you don't know, the theme of our podcast is actually to interview like unsung heroes here at Ashton Gate, the ones yeah. maybe the ones that don't get as much recognition. Yeah, and they should get recognition, yeah, shouldn't yeah. they? That's that's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we've uh, chosen maybe the head of groundskeeping, and also in the future we could do people that work also behind the scenes. So that's about it. So I think we should crack right on and go um, into this interview. <laughs> Welcome back to the Robbins Foundation podcast. I am no longer with Matt. I'm with Will. Yeah. Right, right Will. Yeah. Good thanks. What are we doing today? We are with our special guest, Dan Sparks, more as a head groundsman keeper, groundskeeper. Head, head, yeah, head, head of groundsman. Yeah, yeah. So what does that actually involve, being a head of groundskeeper at Bristol City? So uh, my main role is to, obviously to, to look, look after all the pitches and ensure they're sort of it, as high quality as possible for, for the guys to, to play their sport on. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, no, I do. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah, so. yeah. Well, And are you just here at Ashton Gate or are you at the training ground as well? Yeah, so, so my team oversees a couple of sites um, off the Ashton Gate Stadium, uh, as well as the football uh, and the Bristol Bears training ground um, and the academy ground over at, F- at Filton College. Fair enough. How did you get into groundskeeping? I did an apprenticeship at a golf club when I when I finished school, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then went on to do my qualifications. And yeah, how do you how do you decide after leaving school that you want to go into groundskeeping? I I did, I did work experience at a golf course, and I was yeah. wasn't able to get involved because of health and safety. Obviously, I was only fifteen years old. But I was watching the greenkeepers and thought I just thought being outdoors. I quite enjoyed gardening at the time, and and it was just something that sort of took my interest a little bit. Um, and I asked the owner of the golf course if there was any part-time work uh, while I was still at school. So school holidays, I, used to, I was then able to help out. Um, and then it just sort of built from there, really. And it just, when I left school, I thought, what a great thing to be paid for something that I actually quite enjoy. Um, and then, yeah, so... So, so um, from the golf course, do you, did you go straight from the golf course to Bristol City or did you take any other, any other career route? It's for Bristol Grammar School and their sports ground up in, up in Fayland. Um, and then Bristol City is obviously across the side of the road. Uh, they had a job going, which I, which I applied for, uh, and was and was obviously successful in that at the time. Does like golf correlate to football pitches, and like same with rugby? Are they all quite different, or are they all sort of relatively the same? Uh, there are a lot of similarities. Um, there are some differences, obviously, being the white lines. There's not many white lines in golf, but uh, yeah, there are some are some similarities that, that are quite transferable between between. Yeah. yeah. Is it quite different between rugby and football? Or is it still more or less the same? Because <laughs> they're still got like the white lines and everything, but is it is it still quite different um, between those? Yeah, like like you say, obviously white lines and posts are are, are the main changes. But yeah. but again, we, we we always prepare the pitch. We try and prepare it as good as uh, best we can for both sports. Um, yeah. I'd say there aren't many two differences that we that we do, yeah. um, apart from the obvious ones. But yeah, we we, we try and prepare them as as good as we can. Obviously, time of year has a massive impact. Um, on that, uh, obviously, winter grass doesn't grow naturally, um, so so it's much more difficult to, to, to prepare them in, in the winter months. But um, yeah, we, we, we try our best to, to prepare them as, as well as we can. Does the weather actually affect you much? Like, can it help you out sometimes? Sort of quite lucky with it. Um, rain in the summer does help. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah if, it, if it could rain overnight and then be sunny during the day, that would make my life so much easier. Yeah. Um, Obviously, in the summer months, we, we spend a, a, a lot of time, a, a close eye on uh, pitch irrigation. We yeah. need to water a lot more. In the winter, 
Um, we do a lot of aeration, which helps the drainage um, because obviously it keeps falling out the sky and it, it doesn't seem to stop. So, um, yeah, it, winters are quite challenging, very wet. And obviously, even just for cutting the grass, you want a wet, damp, dark Damn day. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're here now, three o'clock in the afternoon, and it's, it's sort of quite overcast, drizzling. Yeah, this time of year, it's a bit weird. It's a bit unpredictable as well, sort of this time of year. Like, we've had some days, but it's slowed a little bit already. Yeah, yeah. So, can imagine. Um, so you say we, how big is your team? Have you got like a whole group of people on certain things? Um, yes, yeah, so, so we, we are, we're 12 members um, in our team now. Yeah. Uh, we've just taken on an, an extra member of staff because we, we've taken on more, more pitches at the new Bristol City yeah. training ground with the de development going on there for the first team. So yeah. uh, we've added pitches under our, under our remit, if you like. So um, our team's expanded. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. Speaking of the new training ground, what's that? How's that coming along? Is that all going all right? Yes, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. Um, the pictures have come on really well. We're really yeah. pleased with how they are. They're all constructed and built now, uh, and they've, they've all got grass on. So it's just uh, maturing the grass and strengthening that up, ready for, ready for the boys to play on. Has, um, obviously, coronavirus bit, you might have heard of it. Um, has, it how's, has it impacted groundskeeping at all? Uh, it has, in the respect of, obviously, unfortunately, the play stopped for quite a period yeah, of time yeah, in the spring. Yeah. Um, but our roles, the grass kept growing and, and we need to keep working and we need to keep on top of it because we, obviously everyone wanted sport to resume as soon as it could. Uh, and we, need, we couldn't then go back to work the day sport resumed. We needed to prepare it ahead of sport coming back. Yes. Um, so so we, we kept things ticking over, um, it, obviously in the hope that, that it come back as soon, yeah. as, as soon as it could. Yeah. One thing I always wanted to ask is, is your garden just as good as the uh, pitches? Ha. Yeah, you'll laugh. I got artificial to my back. Oh, no. you? Uh, <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> um, do you do much other work outside of the stadium? So, like, obviously, there's a couple patches outside. Do you do anything like around that? Was it just predominantly in the stadium and the training grounds? Yeah, you're right. Um, our, our site's not our, our room. It's not just the pitches. It is the whole ground yeah, and, no, um, okay. and everything on those grounds. From from at the moment, leaves falling in the car park. That's our responsibility uh, to clean yeah. up. Yeah. Um, all the flower beds that you that you've mentioned, um, they're, they're our responsibility. So yeah, we we yeah. we do equally pay pay a keen interest on just trying to enhance those and make them look better. And um, you know, obviously, groundskeeper. What actually what actually what actually annoys you as a groundskeeper? You know, like players doing knee slides. Does that get on your nerves a bit? It. It does, yeah, just yeah. because I wish they'd jump in the air and yeah, celebrate yeah, the yeah. goal as opposed to knee slide. It just, just a lot less the damage to the turf. Well, so would you rather Bristol City score and the player do a knee slide or we not score and the player not do a knee slide? Definitely goal and knee slide. Definitely, yeah. good answer, good answer. Still worth the risk. Yeah, yeah definitely. Do you have, we see a lot of the pitch patterns on all pit, different pitches and obviously we're only next door, so when we see you all sorting out the pitch, it's always like a different pattern. Do you have like a favourite sort of pattern you like doing on the pitch? Different lines or circles or whatever? Um, we've done a couple of funky ones over the years, yeah. but, but uh, we never do it. Obviously, when there's a game on there, it's, it's obviously in a competition. Um, the only time we, we've ever sort of done a pitch pattern is at the end of the season when there may not be anything to play for if we finish mid-table yeah. or, or not enough. Yeah, I saw. I remember seeing like the King Power Stadium Leicester. They have like the, the groundskeeper did like a badge like into the pitch. Is that is that, is that, is that, is that really hard to do or something? Uh, yeah, no, it's really impressive. Um, it's a good, a good little uh, air blowing machine yeah, which yeah. blows the grass oh, yeah. in different directions, which gives it the the sort of dark and light shade. Um, but it's really impressive, and yeah, I'd, I'd love to maybe do it here. Yeah, when they have like concerts and stuff, they obviously lay a lot of stuff over the, the pitch. Does that not annoy you as well? Is that like coming back from the concert sort of summer? Obviously not this summer, but like when like, was it the Spice Girls, whoever it was last time we did there? Does that not annoy you coming back, having to sort of restart all the pitch? Or does it not actually affect the pitch at all? Um, we, we annually um, 
take all the all the grass off the pitch every year um, and reseed it anyway. Top dress it and reseed. Um, so as long as the timing's right, which, which which it has been, it's always in the summer. Um, so the pitch would naturally be removed anyway. Um, so that happens. Then we have the concert and then we reseed. So it all works hand in hand. And equally, it's great to obviously sort of play a small part in it but to be in a stadium yeah. where you know they're playing football on it one week and two weeks later there's a yeah, concert yeah, with yeah. with that many people coming it is great and you get to attend the concert as well which is always nice taking it over lockdown is that when you could reseed the whole pitch when obviously no one was here at all <laughs> is that when you took off all the grass uh, yeah, yeah, we did do some works. Obviously, we, we were sort of restrictive on what works we could do, but yeah. but we, we were managed to, to do a little bit of work, um, yeah. and hopefully that will sort of pay dividends come in the winter. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you for answering our questions. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. Shall we, shall we round this one up? Yeah, I think that was a really good inaugural podcast. Yeah, yeah I hope, yeah. yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sure we did, Matt. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Would you do it again? Yeah, sure. Nice. All right. So yeah, uh, thank you everyone for uh, watching our first ever episode of the Robbins Foundation broadcast. If you have any suggestions, any improvements, then please do let us know. And yes, see you in a bit, guys. Cheers, Matt. Cheers. Bye. Bye.